Promises unkept. We've all been promised something in our lives. Our friends promise to include us in their fun activities and don't. Our parents promise us something special and fail to provide. A significant other promises to love us always and remain faithful and breaks our hearts when they abandon us. Broken promises. We've all experienced them and the scars are still healing. Proverbs 25:14 says a person who promises a gift but doesn't give it is like clouds and wind that bring no rain. Not a pretty picture, is it? But it can certainly describe how we feel when a promise is unkept. Some say promise is a big word. It either makes something or breaks everything. A promise means everything, but once it's broken, sorry means nothing. Promises are worse than lies. You don't just make them believe, you give them hope. Says Marty Nemco, a career and personal coach, promises seem increasingly viewed as maybes, as breakable. But promise breakers usually pay a price. The kind of person who makes empty promises, I'll call, write, send, do, ends up losing trust and respect both personally and professionally. This truth hit me even as I was preparing this message. I'd promised to deposit the church tithes on my way to work this week as John was out of town. But when I mistakenly drove past the bank, I thought, I'll get to it tomorrow, and then forgot all about my promise until John asked me about it just now. Was it a deliberate broken promise? Absolutely not. Just plain forgetfulness. Yet it's likely I'll never be asked to do this again. Why? Because, well, I wouldn't either. Because once a promise isn't kept, we don't bother going to that person again. That's one of the costs of any type of broken promise. King David anguished about this when he wrote, As for my companion, he betrayed his friends. He broke his promises. But promises made are priceless transactions of faith, declaring one to another that their character is true and their words are reliable. This was the case between Jonathan and David as Jonathan made great personal sacrifices to keep his promises to his best friend. Besides his commitment to him, Jonathan also knew that God was watching, for he said, May the Lord make us keep our promises to each other, for he has witnessed them. He also recognized that faithful followers of the Lord keep their promises even when it hurts. Jonathan certainly didn't learn this faithfulness from his father, Saul, who repeatedly promised David not to seek his life, but broke this promise time and again. Perhaps that's why we're so glib about keeping our own promises to God. We see others failing to keep their promises to us, and we ourselves failing to keep our promises to others, and thus believe that God also is someone who doesn't keep his promises either. Perhaps we believe that delay means deny, and so we sympathize with the psalmist who writes, My eyes are straining to see your promises come true. When will you comfort me? Yet the word is abundantly clear that if God promises something, he will fulfill it. Despite his disappointment in people, King David still saying God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. 
The children of Israel also realized the fulfillment of God's promises. Having escaped the tyranny of the Egyptians and won the land they'd been promised, for centuries they say not a single word of all of the good promises the Lord has given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he has spoken came true. King Solomon declares God's faithfulness when he dedicates the temple. Praise the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the wonderful promises he gave through his servant Moses. And this is shared by Moses himself after completing the building of the temple in the wilderness. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Why can we trust God's promises? Our psalmists help us again with this when they write, your promises have been thoroughly tested. That is why I love them so much. Or your promises are backed by the honor of your name. And the Lord always keeps his promises. He is gracious in all he does. What are his promises? He promises restoration and land. I will bring them home to this land that I gave to their ancestors and they will possess it again. I, the Lord, have spoken. He promises relationship with him. They will be my people and I will be their God and I will give them one heart and one purpose and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good for them. He promises peace, prosperity, and forgiveness when he writes, I will cleanse them of their sins against me and forgive all their sins of rebellion. He promises his unfailing love as the prophet Daniel declares. You always fulfill your covenant and keep your promises of unfailing love to those who love you and obey your commands. And all of these promises are ultimately fulfilled in Jesus, who is our resounding yes and amen. For in him are better promises, for he is the one who mediates for us a far better covenant with God based on better promises. Promises that bring us eternal hope, for this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor to our souls. He leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest. For Jesus promises us living water, saying to us that we can come and drink, for he is faithful to give us that. He also promises the Holy Spirit, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. Moreover, Jesus promises to share his divine nature, as Peter tells us, and because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable us to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Because of this, we can be promise keepers too. So where do we stand with all of his promises spoken into and over our lives? Do we believe them? hold fast to them, sing his praises for them? Are we fully convinced as Abraham was that God is able to keep his promises to us no matter how seemingly impossible they may be? If we trust that he is a promise keeper, how does it impact the promises we make to him and others? Can we say with the psalmist, I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all his people? God warns that we are not to break 
our promises. Further, we are to avoid making rash or hasty promises. And when we do make those promises, we are to fulfill them as quickly as possible, letting our yes be yes. Through all of life's circumstances, we can be assured that our God is faithful and truthful. He never utters a word that he will not fulfill or breaks a promise to his beloved. Thus, no matter what happens in our lives, we can trust in him and he will help us to be trustworthy people too. And when others hurt us with their faithfulness, when they break their promises to us, we can hold fast to a God who loves us with his unfailing love and be strengthened by his hope and his eternal promises and therefore forgive them as we are forgiven people. God bless you, beloved. God bless you.